children are a heritage from 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 the Lord children are a heritage from the Lord Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast, where we believe children are a heritage from the Lord, and we are dedicated to the complete and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. I'm Brandon, and your host, and this is not any number episode. This is just a special thing that we wanted to do. Today is June 24th, or July, sorry, July 25th, and on June 24th, 2022, um, we were told abortion was abolished because Roe v. Wade was overturned. And of course, we released an episode very quickly after that saying that is absolutely not the case. And we laid out why. But moving forward, it's been a month now. And the people who are pro-abortion have not stopped losing their minds at the possibility that they're not going to be able to murder their children. But we continue to say babies are still murdered here. And we want to continue to work toward that. And so we wanted to come out uh, a month after Roe v. Wade was overturned and just ask, what are the, what is the state of things, both here in Missouri and also even at a federal level, what's going on? So I've got with me again, Wes, from uh, he's the, the president of Abolish Abortion Missouri organization. So Wes, thanks for being back with us here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's really good to... to we don't have to do any type of, uh, you know, once a month thing. <laughs> You're very busy, so, you know, we don't have to do that. But uh, I thought it would be good, especially after this first month, so much. Um, the, the ball started rolling and so much has happened. And, and there's been so much noise, lots of celebration yeah. uh, across the country and, and lots of uh, uh, outrage as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it really comes down to it, not a ton has really changed, has it? I don't think so. Um, You know, our trigger law went into effect. And from my understanding, really the only thing that that has really changed or or ended is abortionists performing abortions in abortion clinics. And um, aside from that... um, I, I can't really say that much has changed. Um, you know, women can still uh, you know get the the abortifacients, uh, take those pills, abort their babies. There's nothing you know in our law that appears to to, to stop that. Uh, women can still cross state lines over into Illinois and into Kansas and abort those babies there. Nothing in state law that that stops them from doing that. So, right, and there's been a lot more pledges from a lot more companies saying we absolutely are building this into our financial health plans and things like that to, to um, help you get across state lines to, to murder your babies. Exactly. <laughs> course, you know, I know that uh, a company looks, uh, if all they're concerned about is, is money, mm-hmm. then all they do is say, well, it's better to have a woman out for a few days getting an abortion than it is to have her out for a few months having a baby. So for right. them, it's simple cost-benefit analysis. It has nothing to do with abortion rights. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, loving women. And yet they get to they get to be on this qu- kind of, quote, PC side of mm-hmm. the, the, the fight, this media-friendly side of the fight. Yeah. But it's really just selfishness. It's really just greed. And the same thing with the municipalities that are doing it. 
Yeah, and and I, and I agree with you. I mean, they're they're looking at it. That's one way that they're looking at it is from the uh, you know a, a financial perspective and and you know cost. Um, but at the same time, there's a righteous standard that they must absolutely uh, that they must uh, recognize as well, and that they must observe and live up to. Yeah, and, I'm definitely not in saying right. that that the right way to run a company right. is greed. <laughs> right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they've they've uh, they've got it all backwards, and that that causes them actually they're harming their employees you know yeah. they're harming their employees i mean they're certainly uh running down the the future potential employees mm-hmm. that they're going to have the well of employees to pull from right. but uh they're hurting well, themselves now too yeah they are i mean and, and again they're they're you know it's what they're doing is sinful and mm-hmm. they're violating god's law and god's righteous standard and you know um they're not only hurting their employees they're hurting our culture they're hurting our nation yes. as we violate um you know the the law of god yeah and, and reject him so with let's just let's talk first about the trigger law and then talk about um what what r- remains kind of what what it doesn't accomplish and 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 you know you and I were talking I want to make sure that we talk about what we need to do to try to fix the fact that there's still a lot it doesn't accomplish Missouri was already on its way you know we're not incrementalists but it was on its way towards stopping doctors from performing abortions Anyway, right. So we we were already kind of headed there. So that's not a huge monumental victory. It, it, it sped things up. The overturning of Roe v. Wade sped things up a little bit. It's not this huge monumental victory, though. The biggest thing is we still have very fuzzy language. Now, I, you know, I've we haven't done a ton of episodes on this podcast yet, but a month ago, you and I were talking, and it seemed after talking to lawmakers and legislators and and uh, my representative and my senator, it seemed that abortifacients were not going to be uh, covered under this trigger bill. And I was like, well, right. Planned Parenthood brags about how they killed 8,000 babies last year and over 4,000 of them were chemical abortions. So mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like we're, we're, we're winning if, that's, if they're not going to enforce any of that. Right. But then Violet and I got... Uh, and we were we were talking, I think, in episode two, and she said, "Well, it looks like the bill should mm-hmm. allow. I mean, should cover uh, uh, abortifacient drugs and chemical abortions." So, do you have any insight on? You know, I was even telling you before we started. Uh, I have not, unfortunately, um, had the time to go and read all the different bills that are being put forward, and and a lot a lot of the the commentary being written on them to try to explain. But do you have any insight into? What is the truth regarding the trigger law and abortifacient drugs? Well, again, I, I think that is consensus a good word? I mean, sure. that, that the consensus is that it does not include those abortifacients. Uh, I think that there, there, there appears to be ambiguity in the law. Yeah. All right. And, and that's not a good thing right. um, because usually when, when you have ambiguity in the law, and it, it's not clear. It's not clear whether it applies, uh, whether it doesn't, what it covers, what it doesn't cover. Then um, it, it's hard to get anybody to, um, you know, to to stand up and 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 press that law or apply that law. You Definitely. know, prosecutors included. You know, when when we're just not sure that there's a case to be made here. And so, I, Brandon, I, that that is. You know, I think right now the most that I can say on it, there, there there's ambiguity there, 
Um, and this is why we need an abolition bill, right? Absolutely. I mean, we need an abolition bill that just, uh, that just ends abortion, you know, by all means, you know, all circumstances, and uh, the, you know, that, that takes that ambiguity out. Uh, as long as that ambiguity is there, abortions are still going to continue to take place. Right. Um, it's just the way it's going to happen. Um, and, and so our, our, legislature, our, our legislature has to address that issue. They, they're going to have to do that. And, um, you know, uh, an abolition bill would certainly do it as well. And we're going to have that now as the, as the next legislative session gears up, uh, come December here, uh, what we're, we're what, uh, within about five months, four or five months now, um, you know, of, of the first of, of December, um, as that legislative session gears up, an abolition bill would do just that. Would, would, would clear that up, and that's that's what abolish abortion Missouri will be doing. Do you think so? You know, I, I think maybe let's go there. Let's go ahead and talk about that for a second, and we can talk about the stuff at the federal level as well. But do you think that we will have more support now that uh, I recognize that hiding behind Roe v. Wade is a tactic that's been used forever? Mm-hmm. Do you think that the removal of that will make it easier for us to get more senators or representatives on our side in trying to put forward an abolition bill, um, especially considering like all we're talking about now is, is really two things. One, let's shore up the lines of what we, what we think when we think of chemical abortions or, or pill abortions, mm-hmm. and then let's do equal protection. Let's not only address uh, doctors, but let's address boyfriends who've dragged their 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 gal to the right. to the doctor to 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 have the doctor murder their girl's baby or whatever. You know, Kevin mm-hmm. Myers shared a couple episodes about uh, some guy who was able to buy abortifacient drugs and murder the children of the girl that he was raping, yeah. so that there was no evidence that he was raping her. I mean, what ghastly, yeah, like, okay, that guy needs to be punished yeah. both for the rape of the woman and for the murder of the chil- child or children. Definitely. We need an equal protection bill. Do you think we'll get more support this time around? I'm hoping and I'm praying that we do. I, um, I, I can't say for sure that, I, that, that we will. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you know the, th- the way that things work, and... Um, Seems like in politics, Jefferson City included, you've got a lot of lawmakers up there, Republican lawmakers. They they talk very very pro life, but when it um, you know when it comes to actually taking a stand and doing something to end the murder of of children and to protect children, uh, for some reason um, they get off at the train, so to speak, at that yeah. point. And so, given this change in in the status of Roe. I hope it makes a difference. I, I'm not so sure that it will because my fear is that many of our state politicians are just going to find something else to hide behind. Yeah. You know, I, and, and I guess, let me say it this way. Um, I, I, I don't think that many of them are as concerned about life you know, and protecting preborn babies as they claim that they are. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think it's going to be easy for them to, to find something else to hide behind. And when it comes to the chemical, you know, the chemical, um, uh, you know, uh, abortions, the abortifacients, you know, I've already heard, you know, from at least one senator's office that, well, you know, we've got federal interstate commerce laws right. that apply here. And so we're not going to be able to do much about that. See, they're already starting to find other things to hide behind. And there are, you know, federal legislation uh, that is already, you know, has been filed regarding things like uh, chemical access to abortions nationwide. If those things would, those bills would happen to pass uh, in Washington, D.C., right there, what, what you have there is another, well, kind of another row. Right. Another right. row. Except, except now it's just not a court opinion. It's now federal statute right so let's let's talk right? about that for a second you you i was asking you you know um we were at i don't remember how many weeks ago it was now three four weeks ago you and i were at an event together and we we're hearing about a bill that, that i think i've mentioned on this podcast a couple times at least in passing a bill at the federal level it had passed the house it was it has been held up at that moment in the senate it, mm -hmm. it got struck down that particular bill did right but it was to codify abortion as a right into law right and mm -hmm. correct you when i asked kind of what, what's the state of things now you listed like there's four right mm -hmm. there's four different bills all shooting at that goal at a federal level now there, there are several. And the one that you're talking about, I can't remember the exact number on it. It seemed like it was a, it was a house resolution 37 something, but, but thankfully, and this is, this is the thing is that, you know, it, it, it died in the Senate at the hands of a democratic Senator, right. Senator Joe Manchin of, of West Virginia is the man who killed that bill, um, that would, would have codified abortion into law. And, uh, you know, thank you, Senator Manchin. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but the thing is, is, is that thing was so radical that even he as a Democrat could not, could, this could, is could bridge not support too far. Bridge you know? too far. Yeah. yeah. And so now, you know, at the federal level, again, in the House, um, there have been House resolutions. I, I, I'm aware of at least four. And again, don't, um, you know, my numbers here might be a little bit off, but I think uh, one is something like uh, House Resolution 82, is it 96, and then another 82, 97. And then I think there are two more that are in the 84, House Resolution 84 something. But I know that, that the two, um, the House Resolution 82s, I, one, found, I found them. I'll read them off okay. for our listeners here mm -hmm. real fast so it's... Yeah, they're all House resolutions. It's 8296, 8297, 8424, and 8428. And I'll put those in the show notes as well. Uh, okay. So, sorry, go ahead, finish. Well, you know, the, the first two, uh, 8296, I believe is a resolution that, again, if it goes through you know, the legislative process, passes the House, which um, I, I think it will, um, if it would pass the Senate, President Biden signs it, uh, then what it will do is um, prohibit states. My understanding is it will prohibit states from um, making it illegal for women to obtain pills to abort their babies. Wow. All right? I mean, wow. it, it, it will prohibit the states from doing that. Now, the next one, the 82, is it 97? 
I think is the bill that would make it illegal for states to pass laws prohibiting women from going out of state to get an abortion. Mm. So if those things would pass, then right there is basically um, your legislation that our state politicians will be hiding behind. Absolutely. uh, Saying, well, this is federal law. We can't do anything about this. Right. And and we're in in a much worse position. I mean, that's the thing that, that like, you know, I know we t- we've touched on this. I think we touched on it the very first podcast episode. We've touched on it since then. But when it comes to you know when it comes to the legislative side of action for abolition, you know, we want to convince moms not to kill their babies. We also want to convince governors and senators not to make laws that allow moms to kill their babies. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to that side of, of that piece of the puzzle, one of the big things is like Roe v. Wade. It was it's celebrated and and, and there's there, there's some good about it. We've talked about, but man, it was just a small a small yeah. fragile step. Yeah. It's a very fragile step because all it's done is is really revitalize uh, pro-abortion communities' efforts to codify it into law. Mm-hmm. And so we were always afraid that all you would need is a regime change. Uh, on the Supreme Court, and it would it would be right back in as an opinion. Right. But no, we have the House pushing all these resolutions, President Biden saying, anything that comes across my desk that does anything to help women kill their babies, I'm going to sign it into law. Yeah. That's really concerning. It is. And it's, it's it partially is. concerning because <laughs> we're going to find ourselves back in the exact same place, except now to defy... Roe is to defy, I mean, to defy whatever new version of Roe we have is not just to define opinion. It's to actually say, we want to break the law. We want to right. break the law. What do you, you know, do you have any thoughts? Uh, let's just imagine for a moment that Missouri stands up and, and we're willing to, to make a law uh, that breaks a law, so to speak. What what kind of ramifications would there be? Do you have any idea what kind of ramifications there would be from the federal government? I think we talked about it last episode. You know, Kevin said, at the very least, you're talking about economic sanctions for sure. Yeah. So I, that's probably going to be about it. I mean, I mean, you know, states are standing up and defying the federal government on issues all the time. Right. I mean, what really can the federal government do about it? I mean, the federal government does not have the manpower, you know, to send, you know, people into Missouri. To start arresting, start know, arresting senators all of us. left and right. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't. They, they don't. So, you know, the implications, the ramifications are probably going to be the federal government withholding federal funds from Missouri, which, which I, I welcome. Right. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, keep your money. Absolutely. You know, we will save our babies. Right. You keep your money. We can do without your money. Right. We need to and be asking our, leg- our our legislators, you know. You bet. What do you want more? Money or 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 the saving of of innocent lives? You 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 bet. And 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 so, you know, we we've got to we've got to have state legislators and you know, a governor who's willing to to sacrifice that you know, to stand up for, for righteousness, right? To stand up for, for, for life and for a God's righteous standard and to be willing to let the money go. Absolutely. And, and unfortunately, 
we've got too many in Jefferson City that aren't willing to do that. Yeah. You know, the money means everything. And, uh, you know, they're, they would rather sacrifice the children than to lose their funding. Yeah. And, and that, that's an evil. That is, that is an evil thing to do. But it's, it's just the reality of, of politics in Jefferson City. Right, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot like those corporations we were talking about just a minute ago. It's, it, it's you know, greed can, mm-hmm. it, it can't sustain anything. You know, it, we, right. we, will, uh, we will utterly destroy ourselves if, uh, if we're motivated by greed over righteousness. Yep. So before we, you know, before we close uh, out here, you mentioned next legislative sessions. It's right. I can't. I, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> next legislative session is right around the corner here in December. What? It, what do we need? So there's going to be an abolition bill once mm-hmm. again, uh, forever and ever and ever until it is abolished. There will be an abolition bill. Yes. Along with many other efforts that we're making, what do we need to be doing in preparation for that? And what do what do we need to be doing and for all of our listeners? What do we need to be doing? Once we kind of hit the ground, um, so so let's hit the ground running. What do we need to do to do that? And then what's going to be awaiting for us once we get started? Well, as far as abolish concerning abolish abortion in Missouri, we've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. All right, and so we we're in the process of um, of um, organizing, right? Getting our organization going, and I think you know over the next several months. I mean, bills can be filed. December one. And so, I mean, you're looking what, that's just a little over five months away, right? right? Um, about five months away. And so that's going to go by fast. And so, you know, we've got to start putting together a network. I mean, we, we need to be getting, you know, the, the, the word of abolition out around the state and, uh, listeners, please help us do that. Absolutely. Right. Churches, your churches, your, your, your friends, family, your neighbors, you know, anybody that can help us connect, you know, to other people around the state, we, uh, we need to be getting the word out, not, not only the word about abolition, but we need to be getting the truth out about the status of abortion in Missouri, Absolutely. because, because we're hearing way too much, especially with all these pol- uh, political campaign ads that are going on right now. Right. And you're going to continue to hear those clear into November as we come to the general election. But you're hearing so many of these that are, you know, talking about, especially on these Republican ads that, you know, this rep or this Senator helped end abortion in the state of Missouri, right? right? Make abortion the first, I mean, Missouri, the first abortion free state. Well, we've, you know, people are hearing that all the time. We've got to start letting them know abortion is not over in the state of Missouri. And so we've got to get the word out. We've got to start developing that network of support. Um, We're going to be watching closely the primaries that occur. um, Actually, they'll occur next week. Uh, on August 2, and um, looking at uh, especially the, the state Senate races. And uh, we're very interested in about three or four uh, different state Senate races, because if uh, the candidate, you know, th- that we would like to, to win would, would win those races, and I think several of them have a very good shot of winning the primary, then I think that we could see a small coalition of senators form um, around Senator Moon. Um, That'd be just you know come amazing. come December and January when the session starts, 
and we could have a small coalition of senators that would push an abolition bill in the Senate. And so we're working on that, looking closely at how that's going to turn out. And of and, course, and trying possibly, to... possibly once we have talked with them, and uh, you know, maybe maybe we could make some of that available eventually. You know, yeah. I know we need to be careful with names and things like that, but right. maybe maybe we could make some of that available eventually to let other people get behind and let other people help let, and and spread the word that way as well. Definitely, yeah. Once once we kind of see how these races turn out, yeah, um, then we'll definitely uh, we will will follow. We'll go down that that path and start um, you know talking more details and information. Um, but, but that's kind of where we're going and, um, you know, really just needing to, we, we, we need support. It's really, really getting, getting the word out. And if any of your listeners have contacts in the Northern part of the state, uh, we, we really need contacts there. It seems like, um, and I find this with a lot of groups. I mean, this is not just unique to abolish abortion, Missouri, but I find that, that many, many conservative groups here in Missouri, you know, if, if they've got a base, it's, it's south of I-70. Yeah. And um, once you get north of I-70 into central, you know, kind of the, the, the north, central, and northern part of the state, a lot of our conservative groups will tell you they just don't have much traction and, and, and much, yeah, much I mean, of a network it, it, there. It, it looks um, like it's north, but for some reason it ends up feeling like it's west. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. Um, Left, yeah. <laughs> you know, so so we we need to establish some contacts in the northern part of the state. I mean, we've, we've got some in the Kansas City area, St. Louis. I mean, again, I-70 kind of runs across there. But, but north of that, um, we need to start... Uh, reaching people there as, as well. And we know, we know, you know, for those of you listening, we know that there are people up there. We know that some of you might even know those people, uh, have them contact us, have them go to the abolish abortion, Missouri website and, uh, contact us. We want to, to, if, if you know, pastors who are in Northern Missouri, who are, uh, even just sympathetic to the abolition cause, we'd love to talk to them. We would. We have people who can go and speak at their churches, um, a- answer questions, do just FAQ sessions. Of course, you can share this podcast with them uh, to whatever degree that you think that it will be helpful for them to be able to gain a better understanding of what abolition is. So, uh, yeah, lots to do there. Lots and, to do. And we will probably have more of these just kind of update uh, episodes laying out as we get closer Here's things that we really need. Here's action items that we really, really need people mm-hmm. to be paying attention to. So please, uh, here's my pitch. Please like uh, like this podcast. Uh, subscribe to it. Go leave a five-star review on iTunes. And, and most importantly, what we ask is that you would share this podcast. Share it so that people can understand both, as we've been covering in the last several episodes, what abolition is, but also what we're trying to accomplish in order to abolish abortion right here in Missouri. Um, we, we have a very, very focused effort right here. We want to help people all over the nation. We want to join efforts with other abolition groups. But we are specifically focused right now just where we are, in our place. This is, this is, these are our people being murdered in our place, and we care desperately to protect them. So, Wes, thank you again for thank being you, with thank me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, I uh, hope that this has been informative. I, you know, you, I just knew that you know a lot more, and you, you are staying up to date with these things. I really appreciate that about you. 
It, uh, it, it's I'm really trying helpful. to stay up to date. It's it's moving fast. It's moving fast. Yeah, it, it is. You know, we've had one bill struck down and four bill, four more bills threatening us with federal legislation mm-hmm. uh, for abortion. We got to get something. You know, we, we got to pray that these get struck down and that we get something on the books ASAP. Yeah. Because exactly. otherwise, uh, we're going to be, again, like you said, like we've said a hundred times, we're going to be right back where we started, right mm-hmm. back where we started a month ago or two months ago. Exactly. So, well, this has been the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast, where we believe children are a heritage from the Lord, and we are working toward the complete and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. We thank you so much, so much for listening. As always, please like, subscribe, share, and until next time, abortion must be abolished.